This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, attractions, shows, food, snacks, drinks, races, and roller coasters. I am your host, Jack Matillo, and of course, joining me as always is my beautiful, lovely, talented friend, Mr. Jeff Ramsey. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Jack. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, Excellent. Everything's extra vivid today. Extra vivid. Extra. Yeah. And it's like everything's in 3D for some reason. Or in, in ogre vision, I suppose. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we got a fun one today. We're going to be talking about a roller coaster. Not only that, it's a hyper coaster, Jeff. And this is one that is not too far from the Austin area, so I think maybe you and me can go ride it sometime soon. What is a hypercoaster? We'll get into that very, very soon. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're talking about Titan at Six Flags Over Texas. The oh, okay. In Arlington. In Arlington, The, the yeah. original Six Flags Over Texas. Original Six Flags. Uh, before we get to that, don't forget to watch us over at YouTube.com slash Annual Pass. Also, go to store.roosterteeth.com and pick up some merchandise, including our pin sets. We've got our Annual Pass pin set, the pin starter kit. Comes with four beautiful pins, two faces of Jeff and not that way, two faces of Jeff and myself, and our, our annual pass logo. It's very, very cool, very nice, and uh, we're we're very excited for it. We got a lot more pins we want to sell, but we got we got to finish getting through these first. So um, go store.roosty.com, grab that. Grab a shirt, too, and a hat if you want. We got a bunch of other cool merchandise coming out very soon. We're working on some uh, rope drop run club. Merchandise RDRC well. RDRC. We've got uh, where I'm trying to get us some uh, good workout stuff mm. that we can wear when we go on our runs. So well, we're also working on a, a 5k right now for uh, for RTX this year in July. Do you think you'll have it run by RTX? Do you have you started now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working with uh, Hector who did our virtual 5k last year. And so him and I were, we're, we're setting something up. We're gonna actually do like a race in person. So nice. should be a lot of fun. But uh, anyway, check that out. Also, check out our Discord server. There's a link in the description below. And uh, am I missing anything on the uh, on the housekeeping? I think that's pretty much it. It's been a lot of fun. Are you going to wear those the whole episode? I might. Your head is going to hurt so much by the end of this thing. Why will it hurt? Uh, because it's the, the it's the polarized stuff, right? Like your eyes are seeing different. Like you like close one eye than the other. Never mind. Also, I think I had a hair in my eye last night. So not like an eyelash, but a full-blown hair. Like was, it's growing out of your eyeball? No, no. Like it was like I had fallen out of my head and was in my eyeball. Katie, my wife, just pulled out. And I was like, she's like, oh, it's a hair. And pulled it. And it was like like two inches long. Like what? I didn't know that could happen. Have you ever, Ooh. has that ever happened to you? No, but that's good that she got it because if you blinked, it could go back under your eye and then it could get in your brain. <laughs> just, just work its way back yeah. there. Yeah. It's it's. Pretty wild. It's a rough time. So my eye still hurts from last night. So that's good. Dang. Yeah, it's been it's been a few days. Been a few days, Jeff. But uh, yeah. Anyway, should we should we jump right in and talk about Titan? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're not an audio, audio podcast. podcast <laughs> yeah, I thumbs up. Yes, this is from Six Flags' website. This mammoth steel construction is so intense they had to come up with a whole new category for it: the hyper twisted coaster. Is this the same Six Flags where the Judge Roy Scream is? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's in the other corner of the park. Yeah, yeah. Hyper coasters are the modern breed of oversized roller coaster that are pumped up to more than 200 feet tall. Well, the Titan easily clears that distinction with a mind-blowing 255-foot drop. 
And that's just for starters. The drop is so massive, we'd forgive you if you were wishing this was just an ordinary hypercoaster right now. But brace yourselves for the twist. Never before has a hypercoaster had such a twisted, gnarly track. I haven't heard the, I haven't seen the word gnarly, gnarly in, in a while. Yeah, yeah. Since like the 90s. You can tell when it was written. Once you take that hyper drop, you'll blast through a tunnel and pulse out over a camel hump that will have your tail lifting straight out of the saddle. Right. Because it's Texas. Better settle in because you're about to twist through a mind warping 540 degree spiral. Let's make that two mind warping 540 degree spirals back to back. Some crazy high bank turns might give you the space to relax a bit after that, but don't count on it. Not at a whopping 85 miles per hour. What? With a mile of bright orange track, Titan makes supersizing to a whole new level. Takes supersizing to a whole new level. I love this copy. This is great. I don't know who wrote this. Uh, yeah, this is a massive, massive, fast, huge coaster at Six Flags Over Texas. I remember this thing opened up in 2001, and I wrote it. And uh, it's one of those coasters that it it gives you a whole new experience. Like it 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 literally blows your mind. It's it's wild. I mean, like like Velocicoaster. It's it's you know the first time you ride it, you're like wow, that was incredible. First time I rode this, same exact experience. It's so fast and so big, and uh, they've they've tweaked it a couple times because it was a little too intense. But I remember when I wrote it, I was I had my hands up and I was screaming, and drool was like sliding down the side of my cheek, like it was just like coming out of my mouth and it's like running down my face because I was it was just like so fast and like tears were streaming down my face. Did you like it? I loved it. It's a, it's a I haven't gone in a long time, so I've gotten older since then. So I might just die if I ride it again. But I'm I'm up for it. You up for it? I'm up for watching you ride it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll be rooting for you. Up to 85 miles an hour, which Good is absolutely wild. Lord. Is that a record? I mean, I guess no, it's not, or they no. would say it is. No. Yeah. Uh, it is very, very fast, though. Uh, it's elevation. It goes 245 feet tall, but there's a 255-foot drop. So it actually goes up and then goes, goes down into a tunnel. So like you literally start go straight down into a tunnel. You said 255? 255 feet drop. I wonder what the record on that is. I don't know. It's close. I don't know. Maybe Ben can can look up the the record biggest drop for a roller coaster. He said he said no. No, he shook his head. He, yeah. he's, he's typing away. Uh, it is 5,312 feet long, just over a mile long, and it lasts three minutes and 20 seconds. Oh, that's an eternity. That is, You're not it is fun. so <laughs> <laughs> It is so long. Uh, it was introduced in 2001, and its manufacturer is Giovanola. Gio Vanola. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Six Flags Texas had made plans to add a hypercoaster to the park's lineup with an early proposal from Aerodynamics placing a new roller coaster over the park's reservoir next to Judge Roy Scream. That's the one we talked about early, early on. That was like episode four or five yeah, yeah, yeah. of this one. Uh, in August 2000, the park publicly revealed their plans in celebration of the park's 40th anniversary. Although specifications were withheld, they confirmed Gian, Gio Vanola as the manufacturer and that the new coaster would be similar to the Goliath at Six Flags Magic Mountain and constructed in the Texas section of the park, which if you walk in back left corner of the park over by the uh, Texas Giant, which is now the Steel Giant, I think is what they call it. But back in the day, it was Texas Giant. That's how I remember it. 
Um, as, sur as survey markers began to appear in September, it became clear the new coaster would extend from the Texas section to the employee cantina, pool, and softball fields, then out into the parking lot. By the time the official announcement, employee areas had been demolished and teal-colored supports were beginning to arrive stacked in the parking lot. Construction was completed March 2001, and testing began the following month. A media preview was held April 26, 2001, and Titan opened up to the public for the following day. So April 27th, 2001. Hmm. And I don't know when I wrote it. I, I think I was in college, so that would have been around 2004, 2005. So I wrote it when I was still pretty early on. Uh, Titan became one of the top 10 fastest roller coasters in the United States with its speed matched by Phantom's Revenge at Kennywood and Goliath at Six Flags Magic Mountain. All three coasters will be ranked below Intimidator 305 at King's Dominion. We just talked about the Intimidator. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And so uh, during the 2013 season, the trains would receive new seatbelts. I'm curious if that's new seatbelts or they never had seatbelts. <laughs> uh, I know uh, Six Flags had some issues with uh, no, no seatbelts, so I think they may have just added it to it. Um, yeah, this thing. Oh, Ben, ben you, do you have an answer for us for the uh, the, the height or the drop? Yeah, so the, the highest drop, according to Guinness World Records, is Kingda Ka, uh, okay. which mm. is Six Flags Great Adventure near Jackson, New Jersey, USA. It has a drop of 418 feet. <laughs> uh, Holy also, crap. to note, uh, Six Flags San Antonio has a new ride coming out this summer, 2022, uh, called Dr. Diabolical's Cliffhanger. Uh, it doesn't have as big of a drop, but it has a 95 degree beyond vertical drop. Oh, <laughs> boy. 95 degree drop, Jeff. Jeff, you, re you ready for that? Are you excited for that? No. It's going to be so much fun, oh, Jeff. No, that's terrible. Do you, do, do, what is your experience with roller coasters? Do you have a lot of roller coaster experience? I mean, like an average amount, you know, <laughs> I think. Well, For a person who doesn't do a roller coaster podcast, I'm probably on par. <laughs> well, what 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 theme parks have you? What roller coaster kind of theme parks have you been to? Because like we we talk a lot of Disney and Universal. This I, mean, I, I wanted to go back to like a Six Flags again. I've been to Six Flags in Houston. I've so been Astro World. Astro World. I've been to Six Flags in San Antonio. Fiesta. I've been to Six Flags in New Jersey. That's Great America. And that's outside of the Disney's and the Universal's. That's probably it. Okay. Yeah. I've never been to Great America, so I, that that is one I'd like to go to. A lot of people recommended that. Also, Magic Mountain out in California, mm. we should go check out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there's quite a few that I'd like to get to because there's like, I mean, obviously Ohio has got some crazy. You know, Cedar yeah. Point, we got to get up to. Got to go I, to the Intimidator. Uh, got to go to the Intimidator. I, that's in Idaho, right? No, that one was in. Uh, where was the Intimidator? Or is that in Ohio as well? Virginia. King's Dominion, which is in uh, Virginia, Virginia. Doswell, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, I think we actually, someone sent us, oh, wait, no, okay, someone sent us some stuff in the day. I think it was Cedar Point, right? Yeah, the, we got some tags. Cedar Point yeah. stuff in. We'll have to make it a point to go out to Magic Mountain. So the uh, so the Goliath in Magic Mountain uh, is basically what this thing is based on, except the uh, Titan has a 10-foot higher drop. That's, they're almost identical aside from a higher drop. And also, I guess there's a couple extra turns before a break run. Um, the wild thing about this, so it has the 570-degree uh, turn. So yeah. It's called a helix, where it basically spins around a couple times. Yeah. And, it, and they call it a helix, too, because it scrambles your DNA. <laughs> this one, the helix actually goes upwards. You're going so fast that you spin and you go upwards. Um, also, due to those helixes, uh, there is a lot of G-forces on this ride. It th it, pu it pushes well, you down. We'd look at a vertical G-force. I don't know, or? horizontal G-force. Uh, we we got to. Well, I, I want to make a video explaining G-forces. Like really get into it. And like I want to. I want to know how G-forces work. Maybe for our anniversary. Mm. We got our anniversary coming up. 
Uh, next week's our 52nd episode. So we're two weeks away from our one-year anniversary, Jeff. Oh, happy anniversary. What, what are you going to get me? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll get you a... They say the, fir- the first podcast anniversary is the uh, it's the Apple or uh, Apple product or diamond anniversary? Just <laughs> FYI, and that could be an iPad, it could be a MacBook Pro. Okay. Oh, they just refreshed the iMac line. Ooh, There's a lot of different things. Mm, yeah, mm. maybe maybe I'll get you an annual pass to Six Flags. Yeah. There you go. We can go ride the Titan a whole bunch. <laughs> Uh, the Titan begins with a slow U-turn out of the station, then climbs a 245-foot hill. At the crest of the hill, the Titan drops 255 feet into a 120-foot underground tunnel. Immediately after the tunnel, riders are taken through a large turnaround to the right. Following the turnaround, riders encounter a large camelback that provides significant airtime. The train subsequently enters a 540-degree upwards helix, which leads to a mid-course brake run. Over the mid-course brakes, the trains maneuver a left-hand drop, leading into an overbank turn, then followed by a 570-degree downward helix with a camera installed for souvenir photos. we got to watch out for the camera. Afterwards, the trains navigate a bank turn to the left and then another to the right. After this, the train enters the final brake run and returns to the station. Sounds simple, right? Yeah, I did. I moved the whole thing. As you oh, thank you. It. Thank yeah. you for your, your, the visual representation of it. Uh, it's one of those things where it's, it's so simple, but it's so well done. I remember being so smooth and so fast that it just... It blows you away. It's a fascinating, amazing coaster. It blows all the slobber right out of your mouth. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, with one difference, the overall track layout of the Titan is identical to the Goliath at Six Flags Magic Mountain. The difference being that the Goliath is 10 feet shorter in height and lacks the upward helix into the mid-course brake run. Instead, of having a sim- instead, it has a simple uphill left turn. The Titan supports used 2.8 million pounds of steel to manufacture when it was oh. built. Or excuse me, when it was built, the Titan was the longest roller coaster ever to be built at a Six Flags park. And I assume that has been passed by now because it said was in the uh, the previous thing. 2.8 million pounds that of is steel. Crazy. How much does steel cost per pound? I don't know. Can you buy it in pounds? Can you go like how much it, is one pound of steel? Give me I'm a gonna look it up. Give me a bucket of steel, please. Oh, um, so it opened in 2001 and it was uh, the Golden Tickets Award, the Golden Ticket Awards, which is a a roller coaster like award type thing. It was 21st in the Golden Ticket Awards and it is it's never gotten higher than that. 21st, (laughs) 23rd, 27th, 25th. How much is a pound of steel cost, Jeff? Google says 16 ounces. (laughs) Right. Uh, Roughly how much does 16 ounces of steel cost? Uh, Google says one pound. Mm. Uh, steel is typically priced by 100 weight CWT, which is the price of per 100 pounds of material. In some situations, such as materials, market report, carbon prices, uh, for example, CWT price is equal to uh, like maybe 40 bucks. 100, so 100 pounds is 40 bucks or 40 bucks per pound? Per per 100 pounds, maybe. $40 for 100 pounds of steel? Oh, dude, we should buy some steel. Yeah, based on what I can find, it looks like it depends on the metal, but like 316 stainless steel, I have no idea what that means, is just around 50 cents to 55 cents per pound. That's it. The steel national average is 200. Oh, that's for scrap. That's the scrap price is 265 a ton. I know as much about steel as I do about G-forces. Yeah, yeah. Can can someone, if, if there's a pass holder out there listening right now, can you can you mail us a pound of steel? How big would that be? Like, would it be like well, it, the size of a can? Like, like how much would a, a pound of steel look like? Like, what's a one pound steel cube look like? I don't know, but that's not much money for a ton of steel. No, that's not. But 2.8 million pounds, is that what I said? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of steel. That's a lot of steel. Uh, Tire operates up to three trains, each with five cars holding three rows of two riders for a total of 30 riders per train. Three rains, the three trains are colored red, orange, and yellow. It usually runs only two trains on slow days with the unused train stored in the train storage shed. And then they rotate out the unused train. Mm. So it's not not like one collecting dust. They just mm. rotate them through. Mm. Smart. So, yeah. Uh, this one's fun. Uh, during the summer months, as the train rolls into the station, a cloud of mist can be seen under the train. Do you know why that would be, Jeff? In the wind? In the summer. So there's a cloud of mist underneath the train as you're rolling into the station. Uh, no. It's because the vehicles go so fast, the wheels overheat. So they literally spray water on the wheels to cool them down before they go back out again. Oh. Yeah. That's it's one of those things like, oh, that's that was a neat little effect. But it's like, oh no, there's actually a reason for that. Yeah. It's not just for show. It's it's for actually to keep you alive. Keeping keeping yeah. people safe. So uh yeah, it's it's pretty uh pretty intense. And Jeff, are you ready to go with me on a ride on the Titan at Six Flags over Texas? Yes, I am. All right, exciting. Here we go, Jeff. So I know you. You love the the clicky the clicky hills, right? Click 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 click. This click, this click, is yeah. a big clicky hill. Oh it goes for Lord. it's two hundred forty five feet. Quite probably. a while. Okay, look, I'm gonna I'm, uh, we're watching we're watching. There's a, a official ride POV that you can watch. So this starts at about twenty two seconds, and then goes up. When do we crest the hill? So twenty two seconds, and it looks like about oh uh, I would say about one oh two. So it's like. 40 seconds of uphill climb. Oh, my Lord. All right, you ready for this, Jeff? Lord, I bet it'll take 40 seconds to get down. Look, Texas, there's a Texas baseball stadium, Jeff. Here we go. Uh, Jeff, we're on the Titan. Oh, okay. no. Jeff. Ah, Jeff, we're on Titan. Uh, oh, we're on the tube. Okay, Jeff, we're going up. Oh, we made it down that big turn. Okay, now, Jeff, we're banking to the right, Jeff. We're banking to the right, Jeff. Are you okay? I'm. We'll <laughs> go down, Jeff. Oh, no, we're going back up. We. There's. No, the big camel up. We're flying, Jeff. <laughs> We're flying. This is the camel. Are you okay? Yeah, this is no way I'm doing this in real life. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw up watching it. I oh my lord! It. Now, Jeff, we're going up oh the, uh, the the up, upward for uh, a helix. Wee! Hold on, Jeff. We're going so fast. We're going upwards, up uh, up a helix. Oh, we're spinning up to the left. Uh, oh, Jeff. Okay, here's the break one. Here's the break one. Okay, I'm gonna slow down a little bit. All right. Oh, breathe. Oh, look, there's the Texas the Texas baseball thing. Oh, this is a Rangers player. They used to. Yeah. Oh, so uh, we're gonna fall off the uh, side. We're slowly banking. We're not going left. fast enough. Jeff, we're slowly banking to the left. Ah, our hands up in the air, Jeff. Wee! Now we're banking to the right. Wee! Oh, God, we're picking up so much speed, Jeff. Okay, now to the left, and now we're banking to the right. Jeff, we're going to the helix. Here we go. Then we got a camera coming up, Jeff. You ready to take your photo? Wee! Smile! Okay, now we're going so fast. And now we're going to big bank on the left. Oh, this thing is so massive. Wee! Oh, my Lord. It's, it's still going. Now we're going to the right. Wee! Hold your hands up, Jeff. You okay? You okay, Jeff? Oh, oh is it over? It's over. And we made, it's it, over. we made it to the end, Jeff. We made it to the end. Well, that's a hard stop. That's a, that's a pretty hard stop. Pretty hard stop right there. I wonder if someone could take the the Six Flags over Texas official footage and add our voiceover. Eighty-five to. miles an hour. Eighty-five miles an hour, and that that yeah, that hill. It's a four almost forty-five seconds of just climbing up the hill. I will say the nice part about the three minutes and twenty seconds is is almost a minute of it is just climbing up. Yeah, that is true. But that's also got to be a terrifying minute it is so much fun that is such a cool coaster and I, I haven't been on this one in ages I would love to go back now uh, one thing I have actually experienced with this uh, there's an incidents tab on the Wikipedia page Jeff 
Like Goliath, Titan has been known for occasionally causing blackouts or grayouts in the helices. Excuse me? <laughs> Some riders have complained about headaches caused by sections of the course. Most of these incidents occur during the summer when riders are dehydrated due to the extreme Texas heat. Mm. Because of the complaints about G-forces given during the second helix, the trains have been severely braked at the mid-course brakes, almost to the point of stopping. So it was going through that brake run and going so fast, it would get that second helix, the one that went down, mm -hmm. and it, would, it was making people pass out. And I know that because I almost passed out on this run. Really? <laughs> I remember on it. It must have been on one of the helixes. But I remember, like, I, I'm sure you've passed out at some point in your life. But yeah. where those black dots start coming uh -huh. in. Oh, yeah. That happened to me. A hundred percent. You start getting that tunnel vision and the black dots. Do that, you think you were uh, you were dehydrated? I don't know. I think it was just so fast and it's yeah. just pushing you back so hard. I mean, I don't know what the full G-forces is. I've been. Is there any way? Can you look up and see if you can find the amount of G-forces you go through? If you want to look up on Goliath, too, either one. Ben's over there like, I'm, I'm just trying to finish my Wordle, uh, man. <laughs> that was a good one today. Good Wordle. Yeah, today. it was. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but 100%, this thing is intense to the point of almost making you pass out. So it sounds like something you want to go on, Jeff? Yeah, I'll do it. All right, all right. Uh, you know what? Yeah, the time between there, there will never be more time between me and riding that ride than right now. Yeah. So this is when I deserve to be my bravest. Absolutely. <laughs> it's one of those things. I'm like similar to Velocicoaster. You got to see it and be like, oh wait, what? And yeah, I think Velocicoaster tops out at about like 250 feet. Yeah, something like that. 265 uh, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, but that's like just up and down. Mm -hmm. This is that slow climb up. Yeah. So you get to feel it the whole way up. So um, that's gonna be lots of fun. I wonder how many people pee their pants on that ride. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's also you know you get dehydrated, so you don't have to worry about peeing your pants. I guess pants. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make sure that that being said, it is starting to get hot out there. So make sure you're drinking water anytime yeah. you go to a theme park. Uh, yeah, let's see here. Anything, uh, any, any other things I want to say? I think that's pretty much it. So, uh, it's, it is pretty wild. This is a very, very cool coaster. I haven't done it in a very long time and I would love to get back out there and check it out again. So, uh, I hope you can. Man. Yeah. If you, if you've ever ridden the Titan, let me know. I'd love to uh, hear your response to it down at roosterteeth.com. Leave a comment. Let me know. That's it's, it's a cool, or the Goliath. I mean, that apparently they're very, very close to each mm -hmm. other. So if you've ridden either one. Let me know. I love hearing other people's experiences. Well, Jeff, while Ben's still looking up the amount of G-forces we're going to get on the Titan, are you ready to go through and answer some questions from uh, the Liam episode, our Smells episode we did? With yes, Liam, I am. One Le of my Finlay? favorite episodes. That was a lot of fun. Came up on the uh, RT podcast the other week. Oh, yeah? yeah? Nice, nice. And you tell people to listen to this episode? Mm -hmm. Or listen to this podcast? I probably did. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> You're just a promotion, a promotion extraordinaire. Right there. Like, yeah, you'll nail it. Yeah. <laughs> so these questions from uh, Liam's episode. Schindler's Fist, great username, <laughs> says, just listen to this on Spotify. Really interesting listening to considering I was born with no sense of smell. <laughs> anyway, thanks for another great episode. Hmm. Okay. He's got the John Reisinger thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. It's L-L-U-E-R-D-N-A. So Luerna, Uerna, Uerdna. In this episode, Jack mentions wanting to visit Europe. If so, would it be possible for you to visit Port Aventura in Spain? Absolutely. I would love to. I've never been to Spain before. Really? It used oh, to, it it's used to great. Be, it used to be a universal park a while ago. Now it has several areas based on different areas of the world, including a Sesame Street area and one with one of the two Ferrari parks in the world. Oh. I know the Ferrari park. I think there's a Ferrari park in Dubai. Mm. And it has, I think, at, for a while, it was the fastest roller coaster on the planet. I don't think it is anymore. Can but. you name the Ferrari F1 drivers? Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, 
Here's it's, a, it's Charlotte Claire and Carlos Sainz. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Sarah Bellum says, "Is the wine and dine half marathon just running from one food and wine tasting to the next for two hours?" <laughs> because I feel like I've trained for this my entire adult life. Love the show. Hope to get some firsthand experience at a major theme park soon. But for now, I'll just live vicariously through this community. Thank you, Sarah Bellum. No, unfortunately not. The um the wine and dine food festival is awesome though. In Epcot, like towards the end of the year, they have the wine and dine food fest. A lot of good food. A yeah. lot of really, really good food out there. I like good food. We should go. We All should right. go out in uh, in the fall and go check out the wine, the the food festival. You have an answer for me, Ben? I do. So there, there's a lot of different answers to this, uh, just because of of how long you're sustaining these G's, uh, etc. Like for instance, Tower of Terror. Uh, apparently hits 6.3 G's. Okay. But that's just a straight drop, right? Like, for the most yeah. part. There's no, like, twists or turns or anything. So the Goliath uh, achieves a maximum G's of 3.5. Wow. Uh, that's kind of just from time.com, apparently, for the world's biggest roller coaster. Okay. And then the next one I'm finding is from ultimaterollercoaster.com that says the Titan uh, gives an experience of up to 4.5 Gs sustained for nearly six seconds in the double helix finale, which is why you get that passing out feeling because it's so long. That's basically astronaut training at that point, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, honestly, like the SpaceX astronauts, they they sustain, it's like two and a half or three Gs on their way up. So this is almost double that. That's that. That's probably the criteria. Like, what makes you think you could be an astronaut? I've ridden the Titan. No, you're on fifty times. Get him a suit. Get this man a suit. Oh my gosh, uh, that is fantastic. Well, hey, if you have a question, go to roosterteeth.com. Ask us in the comments, and I'll answer them in a future episode. Now, uh, I ask you a question, though. Typically, if I remember to, if Ben reminds me do. to. Uh, and this week's uh, for for Liam's episode, I asked, "What is your favorite smell memory at a theme park?" Mm. A lot of good ones. Smell memory is incredibly intense, and we got some good answers here. And it doesn't have to be a good memory. It could be a, it could be a bad memory. There were some bad memories, too. Um, Jimmy King 211 says, My 100% favorite smell is the burning library from Spaceship Earth. Mm. I love that smell. I found candles on Etsy that replicate the smell pretty well, and whenever I smell it, uh, I just it just calms me down and takes me back to that slow-moving ride where I can just relax. Such a wonderful scent. I don't know what it is about that. It's like it's burning books, so you think yeah. it would be like not a good smell, but something about it. It's like it smells I'm, like fascism. <laughs> it's just, it smells so good. I don't yeah. know what it is about that. That's interesting to know about you. Yeah, Ra- Raumo says my strongest theme park smell memory is a bag my dad bought me from a shop in the Adventureland Bazaar in Disneyland Paris back when I was about seven. The bag absolutely reeked, and I spent most of the rest of the trip making the rest of my family sniff the bag to see how bad it was. <laughs> I still have that bag now 25 <laughs> years later, and it still stinks. All those wonderful smells in the parks, and that is the one I always comes to my mind first. The second strong is the smell of hot, hot salted popcorn from the popcorn carts on a rainy, freezing cold Paris day. Nothing could smell better. I bet. Smelly bag. Mm. Yeah, Paris just hit, hit 30, too. Disneyland Paris just hit 30. That's they, crazy. They did a, uh, I showed you, they did a drone show now at Disneyland Paris, like a light-up drone show, mm-hmm. where they did the, uh, it's it's the 30, it's like the, it's the logo for Disneyland Paris is 30, but it looks like Mickey ears. It's really cool. And they did it in the sky above the castle, and it looks so neat. And then they did like this globe thing with Mickey, and 100%, this was a, a test to see if they can start doing this more often. I guarantee you drones are going to be the next big thing. Very exciting. Like Disney and Universal. Like whoever's going to get there first. I think, I want to say maybe Universal has a drone show around the Hogwarts castle in Orlando. Or like they have drones involved somehow. I could be wrong. I probably Mm. am wrong. But I want to say I've seen that. So 
anyway, Ben, you have, you have an answer? Well, just I don't have an answer, but just talking about like drone, like using drones. Uh, Austin <clears throat> did it recently for South by for the Halo. Uh, oh trailer. yeah, I went. I drove across town to check that out. They yeah. did. Uh, I don't know how many drones it was, but it was probably at least five hundred. And they did. It was an advertisement for the Halo uh, Paramount Plus show, and yeah. uh, they had like. It was crazy. They they had Master Chief. They had him pop an energy sword. They had him in like his like down a kind of ground pound yeah, position. Yeah. Then they had a warthog, and then they actually had the wheels spin on the warthog. Yeah, which was crazy. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah, more that, than four hundred drones were a part of that. Yeah, four hundred drones. Really cool. And it was just above a middle school. Yeah, and, and I know this is going to be something that Disney one hundred percent will take advantage of yeah. because it's going to be a lot cheaper than buying all of those fireworks every single night. Like they'll probably still have some fireworks, but if they could reduce the amount of fireworks they use by half. Think about how much money they're going to save, and it's like yeah. make an investment in drones and then use them forever. Yeah, and so I can I can imagine like the uh, like a little drone with like an LED thing in it is going to cost so little in comparison because you buy them in mass quantities, right? And you get to reuse them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. use them over and over and over again. Sprayable paint says my favorite childhood smell is something else. It's Purell. Stick with me on this. This is a really sweet story. My best friend growing up was a childhood cancer kid. I remember being 12 years old and terrified of losing the man I called my brother. He lived around the corner, and I was there almost every day after school on weekends. I spent more nights at his house that summer than I did in my own. But whenever you talked, whenever you walked in, you had to sanitize per mom's order. Cool. Absolutely. Every time. Well, Halo 3 had been recently released, and we spent countless hours grinding that campaign. Favorite mission will always be the last Warthog run. It's a great mission. Even to this day, I'll catch a whiff and remember fondly those days spent cooped up in his room, just happy to be in his company. We're still thick as thieves, and I'll see him next week. Over 20 years of friendship, nothing will ever break that. I love this man as much as one loves a brother. Hell, he is my brother. Thanks for reading. Uh, love the podcast, Jack and Jeff. You guys rock. Aww. That is so sweet. That is really sweet. And that's not theme park related, but that's 100% smell memory related. Yeah. And that's so cool. So sprayable paint, that is awesome. And thank you for that story. It's beautiful. And uh, now, last but not least, I picked a random one. We've got a winner for this week's episode. Uh, this is Rooster Teeth Pass Lass. My answer for the week, my favorite park scent has to do with the rush you get going over the waters of Fiji and Soren at Disney. There's something so distinct and sweet about the wa the ocean air of that part of the ride. Every time my friend and I ride it, we sit there breathing in as much of the scent as we can to the point that people next to us must think we are loony. <laughs> There's a brief time we found a candle that was the exact smell of the ride, and we never wanted to burn them because they smelled like Disney to us. They smelled like home. It's right. crazy how much scent impacts your theme park experience and how they can instantly bring you back to a place with just a whiff. Thanks for another fun episode this week. So thank you very much to Rooster Teeth Pass Last. I'll reach out to you and we'll mail you a theme park map autographed by myself and Jeff. So thank you very much for that. That was a lot of fun. Really some cool answers there. Yeah, absolutely. And there, there's a ton of other great answers in, the, in the comments as well. I only pick a few here. That's now, why that's why people should go to the Discord and, and uh, communicate with each other about yeah. their favorite smells. Yeah, absolutely. And the, uh, the Main Street area of our Discord, it's just a general talking area. We've got like, you know, the running groups in there. We've got park photos. We've got fan art. We've got memes. All kinds of fun stuff over in the Discord. Check it out as well. Now, my question for you, the pass holder, this week is this, what are the most times you've ridden a major roller coaster in a single day? Like, have you, has you ever, have you ever been to a park and been like, I have to ride that one multiple times because I had so much fun? Do you, yeah. have, an, do you have an answer for this? <clears throat> yeah, I rode the Velocicoaster twice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, that's my answer. I rode uh, the uh, uh, Iron Rattler in San Antonio 12 times in one day. Oh, for your th for yeah. that TV show? Yeah, we were on uh, Epic Coaster Wars or whatever, yeah. and so they made us ride it at least twelve times. I lost count basically, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> around twelve. 
And so, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I had a blast. The other people I was with did not have a blast. <laughs> they were not. They were not excited to ride that many times. So, anyway, what is what is yours? What? How many times have you ridden a major roller coaster uh, multiple times in a day? Let me know. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see. I think a lot. Of, we're getting a lot of Velocicoaster people saying they rode like five yeah. times in a day. So. That's pretty great. Well, Jeff, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Annual Pass. A little shorter one today, but hopefully people dig that. So uh, you learned anything today? Boy, did I. I learned that the uh, the trains on Titan are red, orange, and yellow. That I think that's right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and they rotate one out. And, and it's on a, slow days. On, on slow, slow days, days. They And so they don't get dusty or one gets less used than the others. That's yeah. true. Red, orange, and yellow. Ah, man, I, I'll, I'll take your word for it because I'm not going to go back and look. Yeah, you told me. Uh, listen. <laughs> well, thank you very much, everyone, again, for listening. It's been a lot of fun. Annual Pass, we're coming up on one year of Annual Pass, and it means the world to me that you guys have been listening and enjoying it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We love doing this thing. It's it's one of my biggest passions is roller coasters and theme parks, and, and getting to share that with you means the world. And thank you, Jeff, for uh, for joining me along this ride. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So don't forget to go grab a pin set over the store, store.roosterteeth.com, because we want to make more. So we got to sell out of these so we can start making more. Uh, grab a shirt over there as well. Make sure to join our Discord. Watch us over on YouTube.com slash annual pass and go to roosterteeth.com and answer that question in the comments. And also just, just talk to us in the comments because I yeah. read all of them. So that's going to do it. Thank you so much. Take care of yourselves. Love you very, very much. And we will see you next time. Happy smelling. Happy smelling.